0: i for, uh, for the guys to record it. Yeah. Right. Great, yeah. Yoni yeah. asked me to... New Yoni come. Okay, great. Okay, let's begin. Let us begin. Baruch Hashem, we are blessed. We are blessed. We are blessed, Baruch Hashem, to, to be alive. We're blessed to start another day uh, of our life. Khadashul Karim is that one of the reasons that Hashem uh, puts us to sleep and we don't just have one big long day right? we'd, we'd probably be able to accomplish a lot more if we had uh, 7, 8 however many hours of sleep that you didn't have to sleep and you could just be uh, have one long month two months, three months and your whole life but one of the gifts of uh, Hashem is that he, we start a new day that means even if I had a terrible day yesterday and even if things were not the way I wanted them to be, but I have the ability to start new and I have the ability to to karm you have you have this you have a renewal. And not only it's not renewal that you wait for Rosh Chodesh, you don't have to wait till Rosh Hashanah to renew yourself. The pshat is that you can renew yourself every day, as many as as much as you can. And uh, the gift of life is uh, renewal. You know, renewal is also scary. Becoming, renewing oneself is scary, because like the example that I give, imagine if somebody looked in the mirror and they saw someone, uh, imagine, right, if you looked in the mirror and you were, you were uh, better looking, and your nose changed a little bit, and your eyes and your ears, and this, even though you're better looking, even though you look better than you looked before, but it would be very scary. So what does that mean? That's a, that's a proof that even positive change would be, right? Imagine you look in the mirror and you look like, uh, you know, I don't know, my day was Tom Cruise, you know what I'm saying? You look in the mirror, you're like, whoa, I like the way that guy looks over there, right? You'd be, wow, so uh, so excited. At the same time, you'd, 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 you'd have an anxiety attack And you'd call somebody up and say, "Um, I'm a little bit scared, why are you scared? Change, because change is challenging for all of us, because we like to be comfortable even in our misery. Right, The, the certainty of misery versus the misery of uncertainty. So I'd rather be certainly ugly than miserably maybe handsome. Or uh, and that of course applies for physical, um, and uh, we can only imagine internal. That's why internal growth and emotional growth and change inside is very very difficult because we like to be comfortable uh, in our in our own skin and we like to be comfortable even with our negative traits and our bad midos, whatever it might be. So the the the. The avoda of life—the uh, reason we're here on this planet, the reason we're here today—because that's really the, you know, the avoda is is uh, is uh, is today, you know, right now, and and our avoda is really um, the reason we're put in this world is really to change and to grow. You know what I was just thinking—if you could, if you could keep Rabbi Yamin, maybe that door, the the middle door. Maybe just keep it open because it keeps on opening and closing. I get a little bit ADD like that. I get distracted. If you could maybe put a chair there. Thank you so much. We have these new doors, so it's a good problem. Maybe, yeah. And yeah, maybe push it all the way. Can it go all the way to the. Thank you very much. Now, we begin with purity of speech. We begin with purity of speech uh, because um, Adam, a person, that a person's uh, value and a person's um, life is very much based on his speech. You can kill somebody with your words, and you could give life to somebody. And that is the essence of man the essence of man is means that our essence of the Jewish people is that the power of the Jewish people is Tfilah, the power of the Jewish people is Torah the power of the Jewish people is in their speech and like we said also when a person um, speaks Daiga when a person speaks st- Talks. When a person holds things inside, then he he feeds his misery. When a person expresses himself, right, I think Mayor Mattel was saying the other day, right, expression is what um, beats depression. When a person's sad inside, you need someone to talk to, you need someone to express. When a person talks, then he's able to unload, he's able to, to empty out all the pain that he has inside. Now what happens with Lashon Hara is that it's misplaced talking. What happens is is that I'm not really talking about myself. I'm talking about the other person. So here I'm in pain. Like we know Lashon Hara is the mitzora. Mitzora is Motsi Ra. The reason I talk about somebody else is because I have pain inside of myself. And the way I'm able to release my pain is by talking about that person but the only problem is that doesn't release my pain because I'm not talking about myself. I'm not saying, you know what, I'm jealous of that person. I'm not saying, you know what, I have, I have uh, you know, um, triggers, this person makes me feel insecure, so therefore I'm, I'm hurt by that person. We don't say that. That would be, that would be beautiful speech. You would open up. Not talking about sitting in a room and saying, oh, that person's like this, and that guy's like this, and that politician's like this. All that does is feed the negativity within yourself, the mot but when a person um, humbles himself, and a person, and it is humbling not to speak Lashanara, because the Balgaiva, the ego person says, I'm better than that person. I'm better, and I'm and I'm using my my you know hurt people, hurt people, people who are in pain cause pain. People who have love are able to give love. So the reason we start off with purity of speech is because we want to remind ourselves that I want to work on myself. I want to remind myself that I want to understand myself. I want to be focused on myself, and you know. Um, I, I want to focus on myself, and I and I focus on myself not in a selfish way, but I want to focus on myself because that is the the purpose of life. The purpose of life is that Hashem created you alone, and Hashem gave you a very specific purpose. You got to find out what that is, and the only way you're going to find that out is by you by you being um, obsessed. I don't mean obsessed in a negative way. I mean you're, you're totally, totally um, hyper-focused on what are my, right? We just learned it this morning after davening with the Gras. The Gras says you have to be like, an, like when a person goes to war. He doesn't just take his gun and run into enemy territory. What does he do? He strategizes. He sits down and he says, who's my enemy? What does my enemy want to do? What are the strengths of the enemy? What are the weaknesses? What are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? And if a person strategizes, most of the time, it's really all the time, I just like saying most of the time, most of the time when you keep on failing in the same thing, most of the time we're like, we just keep on failing and failing in the same mida, right? If you're frustrated, why do I keep on having this problem? And it will show up, it'll show up when you're married, it'll show up in your future. Your problems don't go away, no problems go away. Problems, No problems ever go away until you face your problems, right? Face everything and rise, fear. When I'm afraid, instead of forgetting everything and running, when we're afraid, I don't want to deal with my inside. I don't want to deal, right? Like I was saying yesterday, right? This is minna shaman that I'm saying it right now. Like I said yesterday, Natan, this is been a that I'm saying it now. But I'm gonna say it again. I met somebody the other day, I'm, I'm, I'm blown away. 19, 20, I don't know how old the person is, Who's who's been working on themselves for a year and a half. That blows my mind. Imagine taking an 18 year old, 19 year old, 20 year old guy. I mean, Baruch Shem over here in our yeshiva, that's what we do. We're doing that. If you're here for two years, I look at Moshe, Moshe Shulman sitting there. He's been sitting. Arsha Shulman has been sitting in Masilz Yasharim. Persistently, usually he's got his computer, but okay. He's maybe not, yeah, but I'm saying, in the base manager up there, base manager's up there, right? Sitting there, that's how you grow. When you do that for year after year, when I look at, I mean, Yehuda Mattel is, is since day one in this yeshiva, been sitting for six years. You'd say like, Yehuda, haven't you figured it out already, right? Well, right? Haven't you figured it out? When I look at Binyamin Berkowitz, right? This his fourth year, right? It's your fourth year sitting in the Shisham. Fourth, fourth year, year. So why, now why am I saying that? I'm saying that because, because it's not about, oh, everything I'm saying here, we know, I know, we all know what we're saying. We're not being machadish, anything. We're not saying anything so new. Everybody knows that life is serious, everybody knows we're gonna die one day, everybody knows that, you know, I don't wanna talk about other people, but what do we need? We need reminders. We need to remind ourselves every day because we tend to forget that which we know to be so easy and so true and so obvious. And I wanna say, it's an honor, I just have to say as we're here, um, I know Shlomo, Shlomo Wilbur just came Yeshiva uh, just this past week, and I just have to say, um, first of all, it's a, a, I, I didn't get a chance yet to meet your your grandmother, Mrs. Singer, who's here. But I just want to say something about your grandson, and um, I see it go, it runs in the family a little bit over here. Is that uh, Shlomo asked me if his grandmother can join. Misilz um, Yisharim, so it's an honor that you're here. But I want to say something about your grandson already. He's only here for uh, a couple days. Uh, and, I, and I he already in the first sheer of Misilz Yisharim was already making an impact and asking questions and hungry and focused uh, on, on growth and on change. And when I see someone come into the yeshiva like that, and everyone who comes into the yeshiva is here to grow and to change. But some are are obviously, you know, hungrier than others. You see, they're hungrier. We don't judge anyone who comes to the yeshiva. We love everybody. We we don't judge anybody. But but it's obvious when you see someone like Shlomo, and then he's asked me already to bring his grandmother. Like you see, it runs in the family that uh, he got it from somewhere to work on himself, and that's what life is about. So thank you and welcome. Thank you and welcome. To have a lot of nachas from Shlomo and from all your children and grandchildren, it's Hashem, and it's uh, it's special that you're sitting here. You know, uh, I'm sure you could teach us a thing or two about life, um, as well. Um, so, 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 why are we learning of speech? That's why we're learning of speech. Because I want to be someone um, at 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 a, at an age. We all want to be someone, no matter how old you are, no matter how old you are. It's not something that you that you. Um, graduate from, nobody. You, you do graduate, you graduate when you die. When you die, you graduate from working on yourself because you can't work on yourself after you're dead. So as long as you're alive, you can work on yourself. So you, you don't want to ever graduate from, from working on yourself. You, you always want to, as the Gras says, as the Vilna says, that this world is, um, is, is, you're, is always going against you. Um, the current is going always against you. If you're not working um, uh, against it, and you're not flexing, and you're not doing what you have to do, then you're going to go down. There's no middle, there's no standing still. You can't stand still um, like the from Rabbi Left that I heard from, uh, I ask every time because I forget his name, uh, Chagi Wiesenberg, that uh, this world is like a down downward escalator um, And if you stand on it, you're just going to go down So you always have to be climbing and climbing and speaking about other people I just want to just end off with this and then we'll learn the halacha when you speak about other people when a person speaks about other people so so what you're doing is you are um, Hurting yourself more than you're hurting the other person the reason you're hurting yourself is because what you're doing is you are you are ignoring and avoiding what you need to deal with, When you need to deal with, because nobody, no one is ever, and it's hard for us to hear this sometimes. The other person is never the problem. The other person is never the problem. The other person is only a, a messenger from God, what you need to work on. Because it's not your business if someone is acting a certain way. It could be the closest person to you. You could, you know, and it's, it's difficult when it's someone who's even closer to you, when it's someone close to you. But it's a message from Hashem, even your wife, your children, your parents, no matter what situation you're in, it's a message from Hashem that this is something that I need to work on because you can't change anybody else. It's impossible to change any other person. You can influence people. You by yourself changing, you by yourself growing can influence someone. And someone can say, Wow, I like the healthiness of that person. I like the happiness of that person. I'm going to ask him, How did you become healthy? How did you become happy? And to be honest with you, the answer is always going to be the same answer. The answer is always going to be the same answer of how do you become healthy, how do you become healthy, how do you become free? You know why? Because how do I become sad? How do I become depressed? How do I stay in my darkness? Is also always the same answer. People who are negative and people who are in darkness, people who are sad, people who are depressed, people who are suffering right from, from whatever they're suffering from, always have consistent reasons why they are. One of the things we spoke about, right? I mentioned this before, Mayor, before you came in, right? right? Someone who is sad, right? like we said before, is probably not opening up to other people. He's probably holding everything inside, right? We could share certain things. What sad people, right? A sad person is probably does not have so much gratitude. They're not thankful. They're always looking at the negative, right? So, so it's not, there are no surprises why somebody is healthy and someone is, is not healthy. Someone's happy and someone's sad. A happy person acts a certain way. A happy person is a thankful person. A happy person is someone who doesn't look at everybody else. A happier person is someone who minds his own business. Most of the time, a sad person, a uh, 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 person is, oh, uh, he's in everyone else's business. He's in God's business. Why is God doing this? Why is, right? Let's talk about the government. Like, you have no kid, you have no, if, unless you work in the government. Right? Yesterday, right? Yesterday, Baruch Hashem, we were blessed. I mean, they were blessed as well. But uh, we were blessed, the, the, the governor of all of, I don't know if you saw yesterday, there was a, a, a group of three, four people who came in to visit the yeshiva. Um, they were, one of them was the governor of the region of Matei Binyamin. Um Yisrael was here yesterday with the assistants and they came in, right? So he's a government official. He's gotta talk politics, that's, what he, that's his job. I'm saying for us to, to talk politics Right, unless you're a politician, why would you be talking about the government? You have, no, you, you have zero influence on the government. Okay, if it's voting time, we're not voting, no one here is voting. And, and if you live in America, your votes don't matter anyway because most people live in New York and it's a de- democratic state anyway, it doesn't matter. So I'm saying, well, the point is, is that, is that you're voting and the government and then the weather. And then you're gonna deal with the weather. And then I'm gonna deal with my mother and my father who live, who are now 6,000 miles away. And a person can, li- can, can deal with things that are, that are so far from him. But the person next to you, but the person next to you, right, who's in your Dalai who you could do something for, and then the person in your Dalai yourself, that person you're neglecting. The weather I'll change, my mother, I'm going to try and change. My roommate, I'm going to try and change. But the treasure is right under your nose. The person who you can change, and the person who wants your change, right? It's like the little kid who's waiting for his mother to just give him a little bit of attention. Who's waiting for his father, right? I told you that story when I was uh, went to Aldo and at some I forgot when it was, and and it was a great scene because the mother was sitting with her son in the ice cream store, and they were sitting, eating ice cream. It was so, so beautiful to watch a mother and a son, and I'm not judging this woman at all. I very, was very humbled, and I, I try not to judge anyone. When I see them, I judge them as much as I can, and this woman was with her son eating ice cream. There was one big bittersweet story to that, part of this story is that she was on her phone the entire time. The entire time she was on her phone. I was sitting with my wife, and she was sitting right in front of us. I, I don't judge her. I'm actually thankful, because I learned so much from that, and I'm able to even share it. She was sitting with her son, which was the most beautiful thing, but it was terrible, because she was literally scrolling. She was going like this the entire time. He was there, sitting there. now again. Maybe he said, mommy, don't talk to me, go on your phone. I'm not judging her. And it could be she was looking, he asked her to look up stuff for him, to buy him toys. I'm not judging her. But my point is, I, I don't think that, that w- what was happening, but it doesn't matter. The point is, what did I learn from that? Someone could be so needy of you and you ignore them. So what about you with yourself? Don't you think there are parts of you don't you think there are, there, are, there are parts of us that need us to give them attention and need us to say, you know what? Are you eating healthy? Are you sleeping well? Are you taking care of yourself? Are you working on your midos? Are you, are you being a, a, a healthy individual, not just physically healthy? Do you exercise? Are you doing healthy affirmations every morning? Do you tell yourself, do you look in the mirror and tell yourself, I love you? Do you feel your own love that you have to yourself or are you just like that mother or father who's ignoring the pain and ignoring the hurt that you might have within yourself? And that's why we learn purity of speech. Because the second I stop focusing on somebody else, on my cell phone, on other people, then I'm able to focus on myself. And it's the hardest thing for a person to do. It's the hardest thing for a person Do. Very, very, very difficult because there's a lot of resistance. Because if a person has trauma, if a person has pain, if a person has un unsettled uh business with people, then it's very, very hard because you feel alone and it's difficult. That's why we were talking I was talking last night with Yitzi. Where's Yitzi Grenoble? I was talking last night. He's over there? We were talking hi Yitsi. On the sofa, three o'clock, guys, let's give them up. <laughs> right, 3, o'clock, three o'clock, three o'clock in the morning, consistently, three o'clock in the morning, Yitzig Gromo. Every day he's typing again, it's by typing this year, as we speak in America. So we were talking about what to put on the sweatshirts this year's sweatshirts anybody has any ideas but one of the things that I said we got we got to figure out how to do it because it's a little bit strange to have it on the sweatshirt one of them was my strongest moments was when I asked for help I think it's a little hard to have that on a sweatshirt like my strongest moment it has to be more of a uh, you know like a different way of saying it but the point is when it, what, it's hard to be alone everyone's alone everyone feels alone and everyone is alone but 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 in a certain way you, 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 and you're going to be alone, because that's what life is about. We are all alone. Your journey's alone, but you could reach out for help. And, and then someone can help you within your uh, loneliness, meaning to expect yourself not to be alone. That's, that's unrealistic. We're all, there's a difference between being lonely and being alone, right? Being lonely, you could be with a crowd of people, you could be hanging out with all your friends, and you're very, very lonely. You're a very lonely person. That's because you don't reach out for help. That's because you're not telling your friend, you're not telling your Rebbe, you're not speaking to whoever it might be, whether it's a therapist, whoever it might be. You're not saying, you know what? I gotta get myself help, because every time I talk to this person, I get triggered like crazy. Every time I talk to this person, I can't deal with it. Every time I think about my, my Rebbe from fourth grade, every time I think about my whatever it might be, my neighbor, my this, I just, I can't deal with myself. I can't get out of bed. I can't get off my phone. I can't stop drinking. I can't, whatever it might be. I can't stop watching these things. I can't delete my apps. I can't, whatever it might be. And we don't want to, we don't want to do that because it's scary, it's very scary. Okay, question, comments, please. And then we'll start the halacha, please. Yes, Shimon, HaTzadiq. Not what are your choices? Yeah, let's talk out your choices. What are your options? What are your options? You could try and change them. Go for it. No, I don't want So what's the problem? So what's the problem? in my my Right, so... That's a great question. I'm a person, right. And I can't get job. Exactly. Uh uh. You can't. I can't get job. You can't? No, of course I can't. You can or you can't? I just told you I can't. You cannot no I I can't have a theoretical I, I can't have theoretical job. questions because it's not true. You could get another job. I'm just saying it's hard to have theoretical. Oh, the case is where I can't get I don't know what, what does that mean I can't get another job. Unless a guy's in a in, in prison literal prison, and that would be a different conversation, but you know what, but no, I don't wanna let's say, I'm saying, you're not in prison. I'm saying, if we were in prison, if everybody here was in prison, we'd have a different conversation about it. That there's freedom, read Man's Search for Meaning. In the book, Man's Search for Meaning, he talks about being in concentration camps, Viktor Frankl, Logotherapy, talks about being in concentration camps, and having freedom we can't even imagine. Having freedom there. But, 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 but that's the. Yeah. The, whatever. So what? Yeah, let me hear. So forget about the medical. Okay? Right. Yes. I'm in a scenario where there are maybe certain people around me. Yes. That yes. I don't want them to change. Them. They don't. Okay. I don't want them to change at all. Good. So now, I need to go to myself to right. change myself yes. in order to deal with it. Yes. So they're doing. Something, let's say something wrong. Okay. And I need to change myself yes. to deal with what they're doing wrong. What do you mean to deal with what they're doing wrong? To accept, I don't know. Okay, yeah. Correct. So I need to change. Perfect. Means not doing anything wrong. Correct. For the guy who's doing something wrong. For the guy? I mean For yourself. For myself to deal with the guy who's doing something wrong. Correct. Thank you, Shimon. Exactly. 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 Well, I could have we just said it. I didn't and then I w- I was in the middle. I was so excited how no, you said it so not well. Not Correct. So why is that how it works? Why is that how it works? I, what it, how would you want it to work? Me, he's not doing anything wrong. Wrong, Right. right. I mean, Correct. I do think wrong. Right, right. I mean, in this situation. Right. I need to change? Right. You don't you else. don't need to change. You don't oh, need oh, to wanna, so, if, if you're if you're I'm frustrated, if you're fra- frustrated with the person who's next to you. If you're frustrated with your roommate, you have have many choices. You could leave your room. You could say, I can't live here anymore. I could be angry at him, and every time he walks in the room, I get angry. I could curse him in my head and huff and puff, and every time I'm with him, I could have a miserable day. Or I could go ahead and say, okay, I want to figure out how to enjoy my room how to enjoy my roommate, how to enjoy my chavrusa, whatever it might be. I could drop my chavrusa, I could drop, I'm in sheer. I don't like the shear. I have two things I can do. I can leave the shear. I could decide how to enjoy the sheer. I could sit there and not like the shear and huff and puff all day and say, oh gosh, oh gosh, oh gosh. You have many, many choices that you can do. It's one of the choices that I could choose. You could choose anything. Yeah, you can kill the guy. You have the choice. You could literally can take out a gun. You have a gun. So you know how I to shoot. Yeah, sure. You. Yeah, you'll you'll be more. Wait, wait, hold up. You'll be more part. Hold up. Shimon just said, "Can I be from those who are not changing and want the other people around me to?" change? No, no, correct. So yeah, Shimon, I, I love your question. I love your question. Could I be the guy who says, why does it have to be me? I want them to change. The answer is yes. Most people live like that. I don't want to live like that. You're right. Yes. I could choose to be miserable every day of my life. And I'll join more people who are miserable than people who are not miserable. The rove of the world, again, I'm not saying this. I hope this isn't Lashon Hara. I don't think it's Lashon Hara. But most of the world is probably, if you took a poll, is probably not so happy. So you'll join, and no one's gonna be like, wow, that guy is not happy. That guy thinks he could change his spouse. That guy thinks he could change his kids. Oh, just wait till you have kids. You didn't even get married yet. Wait till you have kids, and then you say, I gotta change my kids. Of course, that's my job. I'm the father, I will change them. Yeah, did it work for everybody here? It didn't work, right? It didn't work. Your parents changed you? Yeah, exactly. And then you say, and then what happens? Oh, then I'm gonna change my father. Really, you're gonna change your father? Your father's 50 years old, your father's 45, your father's 60 years old. You're gonna change him. I'm gonna change him. Good luck on that one. You're gonna change who you're gonna change? You're gonna change your roommate? I promise you, you ain't changing your roommate. You know what my proof is? You can't even change yourself. How are you going to change your roommate? I can't even change myself. Let alone change somebody else. And then Shimon's saying, and it's beautiful what you're saying. But it's hard. And I can't. But I want to tell you something. It's harder to try and change somebody else. It's harder to try and change somebody else. Because it doesn't work. You're trying to fit a square into a circle, or a circle into a square. With me, maybe I could change. Maybe I could change. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Why can't we clap? Why can't we clap? I don't want (laughs) to (laughs) clap. Are you trying (laughs) to change me? No. No, I'm not not asking you to clap. I want to clap. I'm clapping, because I want to clap. I don't need anyone else to clap. I didn't say, let's all clap. One, two, three, otherwise I'm not clapping. I'm going to clap because I love you. And I love your honesty. And I love your struggle. And I love the fact that it's hard for you. Because it's hard for me too. That's why I stand up here every day. I try and stand up here every day and talk what we're talking. Because if I didn't, I'd want to change everybody in this room. And I'd want to change everyone in my life. Because I'm a baby sometimes. And I forget the truth. So, I got to remind myself of the truth. And when I hear you talk, I think of myself and I hear myself talking. So, that's why I clap. So, thank you, Shabbat. Thank you. Yes, Moshe. Uh, just for clarification: please. Yes. So, when someone's acting in a way that you don't appreciate anymore, like whatever it is, is it the fact that you're not trying to change it, but you're trying to change yourself more accepting of it? Or right 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 so great so motion great question i would start with a list that's what i would start with i'm in a situation and especially if it's someone that's on a daily if it's a parent if it's your spouse if it's your children if it's your roommate if it's your boss every time i walk into this person every time i've with them, i feel a certain way what do you feel like what is it What's bothering you? Do you want to change it? Do you have to talk to the person? Right? One of the things we learn in Hilzah Slashon is don't go into a room if people are sitting there talking. Lashon Hara. What do you expect? So you're going to know what you're going to get. The question is, what am I doing? For you to say, motion, I respect that, to go ahead and say, I want to accept my roommate and love him, that might be very unrealistic. It could be you've got to leave the room. It could be you got to leave the room. There are situations where you just gotta be, I gotta leave my job. It's just not for me. And then you also have to ask yourself, am I just running away? Could I deal with my job? Could I deal with my boss? Is it my roommate or it's really me, right? The example I once heard, example I once heard is a guy sitting on a bus and he's sitting next to someone who's smelly and who's talking loud on his phone and and that person is sitting there and is driving them crazy. So I could sit there and meditate and realize that it's all me, it's not him. I could learn mussar and I could be makabel and I could say, "Oh my gosh, he's really a tzaddik." I could go through the grind and end up loving and hugging him for being this dirty, smelly. This I could do that. It's a very high level, or I could get up and go to another seat, right? And if I don't like the way the bus driver is driving, I could get off the bus. I'm just saying. There been, I think the first step, Moshe, you picked the highest level. I think the first step is to, to, um, um, to analyze the situation and say, what, what's my relationship? If it's someone you have to talk to, if it's someone you have to deal with, if it's someone that you're stuck with more, whether it's a family member, whether it's someone you know, someone who's there, then, then that's a little bit more challenging because you might have to. You know, I've said this many times, if you live in a house where they speak Lush and Hara all the time, and you grew up, and every time you go home, you're in a home, that everyone's speaking Lashon Hara, Lashon Hara, Lush and Hara, then that's very difficult. You, but don't, when, you are, when you're married, and you're at your dining room table, what do you want it to be? Don't get married to somebody, you don't want to marry someone who, who your relationship with them is not going to be a healthy relationship. That's, that's dangerous, that's very dangerous, because then you're stuck. Then you made a very bad decision. That's very dangerous. Yes. A good question. Motion Schulman. <laughs> Thank you, Motion Schulman. <laughs> yes, The question is what? The question is, do I want to continue hanging out with the person? Like I I, I like more live scenarios because then you could really answer what the story is. I, I, I don't know. Is it my roommate? Is it a friend? A lot of times you got to say, I can't be friends with this guy. Why is it bothering me? So why am I hanging out with him? Why do I constantly, why can't I question myself? Why am I hanging out with somebody who's always bothering me? Like I said, if it's, if you have to call your father, your mother, Erev Shabbos, or you have to call them because that's what, we, you have to honor your parents, and that's what we do, but, and it bothers you, so good, that's, that's a good question. How do I deal with that? And why should you walk away a that bothers you? Right, no, that's so I'm saying, you don't, but I'm saying you have to analyze it and say, okay, what, what's, I don't know, give me a scenario, I don't know what the scenario is. It's always a It's what? A so why am I hanging around with the person? Why do I see him? He's a relative. Good, I, that's what I said. It's different, my relative. You hang out with your relatives all the time? I do. You do? Now, you're with your relatives? Now. Okay, so my what are you doing? Office. So you're here, good, when you're at home. So I said, when you're at home, that might be more difficult. But you're also now 14 years old. I can't tell someone who's 14 to, to, to disconnect. Everyone here, go become, beca- do your own thing. Go live your life. Go get ready to get married and build your own home. A relative how often do you see relatives you'll see them at a wedding you'll sit at the wedding at the bar mitzvah you're right so those situations you have to deal with but if you're on a daily basis dealing with a narcissist then the question is why am i on unless you're a therapist dealing with the narcissist sitting in front of you why am i dealing with the narcissist every day how come i find myself in that situation why do i always get stuck you know those people who are always stuck in those situations Why am I dealing with this situation always? Why does it always come back to me, right? You know the joke, right? You go to the doctor, when I go like this it hurts, 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 your finger's broken. So why is it I'm always dealing with this? I always end up with this guy. I always end up, I know guys, right? Oh, my roommate, my roommate. I'm like, you're here five years and every year you talk about how bad your roommate is. Now I'm starting to scratch my head and maybe you're the bad roommate. So now, I'm not saying that sometimes you don't have a terrible, horrible uh, roommate. No one's saying that there aren't narcissists. Nobody's saying that there aren't people, Shimon, who, are, who can drive you nuts and who bother you. But why am I hanging around with that person? Why am I with that person? Why do I constantly find myself hanging around that person? Why, what, what am I doing? Why can't I disconnect from that? Forget about the level of accepting them. Forget about the level of accepting them, yeah. So, uh, it sounds like he's describing like, uh, uh, like two different things. One is there's somebody who drives me crazy, right? And I have to get away from them. And then uh, another one is that no matter where I'm at, I'm being driven crazy, like crazy. Mm-hmm. my die mm-hmm. and I can't fall asleep at night in my new Right, that's it, right. So I don't think anyone here is talking about that. Right. I think I don't I think the what I'm understanding is that is that from Shimon to Zhaomi and Yehuda, I don't know what Chaim is gonna say. But what they're saying is that what I'm hearing you guys saying is let's say I'm actually with someone who is bad, wrong, narcissistic, blah blah. So my only question is what are you doing, what are you doing with them? Why are you with them? So you can say, oh, it's my mother, it's my father, okay good, then you gotta deal with that. You gotta deal with phone calls, you gotta get ATSAs, good. But I'm saying, but if you're hanging out on a daily basis, and again, if you're 14 years old, you're right, you're stuck. You're in the house with your mother, with your father, with your brothers. The whole, the a uh, very, that's going to be. But, but no one here is 14 dealing with that. We're 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 more free to choose. Yes, Chaim Yakov. But if it's going to happen inevitably. I know. I know one of my relatives is a narcissist. It's going to happen inevitably. Right. Why would I not just deal with the now with this person? You think, oh no, I'm not going to deal with the now. Why would I hang out with him? Correct. It's going to happen. So okay, so I'm, I'm going to tell you. So I'll right tell you now. the same thing with a relative. If there's someone who pulls you down, if there's someone who's unhealthy, who hurts you, if there's someone who pulls you down, who is bad for you, I'm not talking about regular, but most people are not like that. But if you're dealing with somebody who is bad for you, who's hurting you, you wanna be happy, you wanna be successful. And every time you're with this person, so so you gotta, and like Mayor's saying, you gotta stay away from those people. If I find myself still in my own Whatever, then I know i got to deal with myself. So I'm going to be able to deal with it when, when it comes to my relatives. There I'm going to be able to deal with it. And over here I'm not going to be able to deal with it. What do you mean? Say that again? Well, I deal with I don't understand what you're saying. If I'm going to inevitably have to deal with it because of my relatives, right? Why do you have to deal with it? That's what I'm saying. Why do you have to deal if with it? Because of my relatives. Well, why do you have to deal with it i don't understand why you have to deal with this. stay away from somebody who is, is not my mom and she's a narcissist they that's then that's a, so correct so if somebody's ma- but, 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 why but, why mar- but when you get married but when you get married when a person gets married you're right if you're 10 years old if you're 14 years old in your house it's very very hard if you're stuck in a situation with someone who is very very, very unhealthy. There's, there's a group that's called, what's it called? Alan, uh, al Alanine. There's a group that people deal with being married to an addict, being part of a family member that you're an addict. You're dealing with somebody living with an alcoholic, living with a drug addict. There are therapy groups of how to deal with that. It's very, 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 very challenging. But those are extreme cases. Those are cases that you are, Hashem puts you in that situation. Hashem puts you in that situation. But we're not talking about that. You're we're going to be in the situation also. At what? That if, it's with, if it's with someone that's on a daily basis. So on a daily basis, you have to make the decision. Do I have to be with that person or not? Do I have to be with that roommate? Can I move my room? Right now, hold up. Let's talk about us currently over here. Right now, there is nobody here who I'm talking to right now who needs to be in any situation except for the most healthiest situation that he can be. And to surround Baruch Hashem, everyone here in Yeshiva is very, very healthy. And we work on ourselves, and that's why everyone's here in Yeshiva. But there is no reason for anyone here to find himself on a daily basis hanging around somebody who's unhealthy for him. If you find yourself hanging around someone who's not healthy for you, you got to question yourself. Okay, we'll let's continue more. I think that's that's because um, I think we're going in circles over here. I think that I think there. I, I'm not I'm not saying what you're saying is not valid. I just think, you know, I, I think that the the bottom line is the bottom line is is that at the end of the day, you're the one who can decide. You're the one at the end of the day can decide who you want to to be with. You're the one at the end of the day makes the phone call. You're the one at the end of the day are showing up to wherever you're showing up. You don't just end up. Everyone says, oh, I ended up. I ended up over here. No one ends up anywhere. You, now I'm not talking about someone who's born in a family. That Hashem puts you in your family. I'm not talking about someone who's seven years old. I would not have this conversation with with a 10-year-old and say, well, you made a choice to be in this family. Like, wh- what are you talking about? You made a choice to be in this school. No, I didn't. My mother and my father put me here. That, I'm not talking about it. I'm talking about someone who's 18, 19, 20, 21 and beyond. Every situation you find yourself, you are the one who put yourself in that situation. Okay, let's learn a halacha. Yeah, is this on the same? Yeah, no, 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 it's on the same? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So what, uh, so, what are you asking? That what? Revy talks a lot about being very practical. Like what can you do yourself and you know, do what you need to do? Right? Okay. I was wondering if there's an extreme of that. What do you mean? A what? An extreme of that. What, what do you mean? it's too practical. I don't know. So that what? Just extreme of what? I'm pretty sure, right? Okay, so that. Like, I, I can identify my with myself in certain situations. I'll um, very practical and almost lose sense of ramifications and the ramifications of the of the, of the entire situation because just like, so just so moment And there's also the component of, like, yeah, even though i a, a, a conversation, probably isn't getting uh, Me and Reggie are not getting involved, but um, mm. isn't there a room for, like, I mean, like, room for what? Of tourist philosophical conversations, you know, like, Room for what? Talking conversations of... Conversations of what? Of, of nothingness? What nothingness? The fact that I'm not out of it in this exact moment, i No, just talking about somebody else, talking about other people, talking about other people is never going to help you. Unless you're talking about tzaddikim, you're talking about successful people, how they You know, act, and you're trying to follow them. Otherwise, why am I talking about anything else? And yeah, it's called. It's called. It's one of the reasons the Gura says it's just nothingness. You get nothing from it. The world is filled with that. That's the world we live in. We come from a world of that people could sit around and their podcasts and their shows and they're all that that just talk talk nothingness all day and all night. Nothingness. that's what I'm talking. That's what talking about. That's what we're doing. Right, that's what we're talking All right. I'm talking about people. When you right. talk about people, right? Right. right, right. You can. Yeah. yeah that, that's the point. Correct. Okay. Let's learn the halacha. Um, and the halacha is when a group is talking lashon hara before you enter the conversation, the last lesson. Oh, we did this yesterday. Page two ninety-seven, day one thirteen. When is it permissible to believe lashon hara? So he says there are a few examples. Number one, when the Lashonar is said about a well known Russia, when someone talks negatively about a well known Russia, then it is permissible to believe the information since the person no longer has a Cheskas Kashas. Now, we can't decide who is a Russia and who's not a Russia. It's very difficult for us to decide to say that person's a Russia. So for us, it's very. That's a difficult thing to say, oh, I'm allowed to believe something negative that was said about somebody. Um, When the speaker is talking negatively about himself, when someone talks negatively about himself, it is permissible to believe him. However, you may not pass the information further. For example, if Chaim tells you, I am so lazy, you are allowed to believe the information, but you are not allowed to tell others. Okay. Uh, let's do a little Mesil Zisharam. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let us be Zocha uh, to um, judge everyone favorably, to judge ourselves favorably, to uh, do as best as we can to um, focus on ourselves, on our growth. Um, and through that, Emirates Hashem, through us focusing on our growth, through us focusing on, on, on our life, then we'll be uh, not distracted by other other people's lives and other people's uh, nuances and that alone will be will be very easy for us to stay away from chas shalom saying or hearing anything negative for us and all the jewish people amen um, just to talk about simcha and let's begin in Masil shalom where he's talking about happiness happiness is a part of love that's what the Masil shalom says hasheni hu simcha it is a very important part of being a Jew. Being a Jew, you don't have to be uh, um, uh, this type of chassid to have uh, simcha. People think that, oh, happiness is for the chassidim, not the chassidim that Ramchal is talking about. But, oh, you know, uh, this uh, group of chassidim talk about happiness. But no, the Ramchal says being a Jew is connected to happiness. Why? Because he brings from the medrash that it says, when you daven, be happy that I'm able to daven to God. How happy, how lucky I am that I'm able to daven to Hashem. Hashem could fulfill all my requests. Hashem is the one who gives me life. Hashem is the one who gives me everything. If I need money, I could ask Hashem. If I need better relationships, that's something also. Right? if someone's bothering me if someone's hard you could dive into Hashem Hashem help me with that relationship Hashem help me with my health Hashem help me with everything help me in my learning help me have a great day that's what he says that a person is so thankful that I'm alive I'm thankful that I'm able to live I'm thankful I can eat they always say you want to be happy go to the hospital and go visit people in the hospital and you'll come out happy why? Because you'll realize how you really have everything. When a person unfortunately realizes that in one second a person's whole life can turn upside down, <laughs> that Hashem could go ahead and pull himself away, God forbid, and then your whole life is when a person realizes he has three meals a day, when a person realizes that he has everything, it's one of the reasons why we're not happy. It's so ironic that when we have so much We're not happy. One of the reasons we're not happy is because we don't appreciate all the wonderful things that we have. When a person begins, as we say all the time, happy people are not people who are thankful. Thankful people are happy. If you are thankful and you start counting your blessings, and I've seen it over here in yeshiva, get a notebook and start writing all the things that you're thankful for. When you begin, and people think that thankfulness has to be these big, big things. No, I can open my eyes, I can eat, I can sleep, I have a bed, I have food, whatever it is, and the list goes on and on. And says Ramchal, once a person begins to accustom himself to doing those those actions, then he becomes happy. People are waiting for the happiness pill. They want to drink. Because they want, they think that that's going to make them happy, even though I've never met someone who drinks, who's happy. That's the irony. Never met someone who drinks and drinks and drinks, who smokes, who drinks, who escapes, who's happy. I've only met people who are thankful, who work on being grateful, who work on, right, the Rav Shamsra says, happiness is Smicha is from the language of growth. When you're growing, you're happy. When you're pushing yourself, you're happy. I've never met someone sitting in bed and, and sleeping a lot. I've never met someone like that who's happy. But I've met people who wake up early, who work hard. Those are happy people. Doesn't mean you have to sit around all day going, ha 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 ha. People think that happiness, ah, I'm sitting around all day. That's why people go ahead and they escape and they do all these things because that's what they associate happiness. They associate happiness with being numb to everything. Happy people are people who have mission. Happy people are people who have focus. Happy people are people who are able to work hard and who do work hard. Happy people are people who are thankful. You can make a list of what happiness is and that's one thing that everybody is looking for. The only difference is that some people are willing to work for the happiness and that's the only way you'll get happiness. Happiness will never show up at your doorstep, never. You have to get happiness. You have to read books about happiness. You have to be someone who is going to, to be dedicated to be happy. If you're waiting for happiness to come to you, you'll be sad. You'll be sad. If you go get happiness, that is part of being happy. And we'll end off with that. me you want to say something? Yeah. 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 Exactly. There is a point of the sadness sadness. When you make everything as a joke. Exactly. It's not Correct. out on the point of the sadness. Beautiful. Beautiful. Very good. Beautiful. Beautiful. People who are joking, usually people who joke all the time and are always joking and joking and joking are are, are sad inside. The mm-hmm. And they cover it up with all the joking and the joking because they, they can they they can't deal with certain things that's one of the ways they they protect against their their sadness but correct beautiful hashem will help all of us part of happiness right part of happiness and part of a person being challenged is he's always thinking about his past he's always thinking about his past and he's worried about his future the best way you could fix your past is by having a great day today it's the best thing you could do your past is done There's nothing you can do about your past. Your past is further away, five minutes ago is further away than a million years from now. Five minutes ago is further away than a million years from now. There's nothing you can do about yesterday except for live today better. And when you live today great, you build yourself a better future. So if you're worried about your future, the best answer for your future is to have a great today. So either way you slice it, Let's try and create an amazing day. Have a wonderful day, everybody.